Welcome to another exciting podcast of the decline and fall of America. I am your worldwide podcasting host, Charles Factor, broadcasting live from the Foggy Mountain, St- Foggy Mountain Studios and the Great Misty Beyond. Today we have a fascinating subject. I hope you'll find it as interesting as I do. It's about how much time American teenagers spend on their cell phones. And I don't think it's going to be any surprise to you. It was, certainly was not a surprise to me, uh, based on a new study that was just, just came out, uh, that the average American teenager spends more than 70 hours per week on their cell phones. And we'll talk about that today and what the ramifications are for society. Now, keep in mind, that does not include the amount of time they're spending on computer screens. It does not include the amount of time they're spending on video games or on notebook computers, or even the amount of time watching television or movies. This study shows that the average American teenager now spends more than 70 hours per week simply on their cell phones. And that doesn't mean just keeping the cell phone turned on and not on the cell phone. That means they are actively on their cell phones for 70 hours a week, meaning talking and texting and viewing social media and searching on their cell phones. So that's more than 10 hours every single day. Now, when you add sleeping to that, which is eight hours a day approximately, and eating and going to the bathroom, that's the entire day. So if you wonder, you know, why it is that teenagers don't seem to be working anymore when you go to your local grocery stores, you don't see teenagers there anymore, particularly teenage girls are now absent. You don't see them working behind the checkouts or stocking groceries anymore like they once did. You go to restaurants, you don't see teenagers working as waiters or waitresses anymore. You don't see them working anywhere anymore. You also don't see them on sports teams. Sports participation rate and labor force participation rates for teenagers has collapsed in this country. So, you know, why why aren't teenagers playing sports? Why aren't teenagers out doing anything? You can look at the parks in your neighborhood. You can look at the playgrounds in your neighborhood. You're not going to see them out there. The basketball courts are empty. Tennis courts are empty. Playgrounds are empty. The fields are empty. They're just simply not there in the same numbers that they once were. And I have various podcasts on these subjects, and I'll have some more in the near future. But today, I just wanted to focus on cell phone usage. So the average teenager is now spending more than 10 hours per day on their cell phone. Not a surprise, but basically, that's all they're doing. That is all they are doing. So let's talk about that. I'm going to read an article that's from a television station. And the television station was reporting on a study that was recently done. This is from FISMTV, and this is what they wrote. And this is relatively new, so this is new information. Here goes, quote, American teenagers are spending an average of 10 hours or more per day on phones and internet-connected devices, not including watching television, according to a new report titled, quote, Teens and Tech, What Difference Does Family Structure Make?, The researchers from the Institute for Family Studies and the Wheatley Institute surveyed 1,600 American teens between the ages of 11 and 18 who were in the 5th through 12th grade in the United States in May of 2022. The participants reported using devices for an average of 10 hours and 4 minutes per day on activities such as social media, video chatting, texting, shopping, and gaming. That's a total of about 70 hours per week online. The report did not include the amount of time watching television. The study, which claims to be the first of its kind, links family structure and digital media usage 
and it found that children living in intact families had an advantage. Quote, these teens spent about nine hours a day or 63 hours per week using digital media when compared to teens living without one or both biological parents who spent up to 11 hours a day or 77 hours a week online. However, the advantages were not found when parents' device usage was considered. According to the teen respondents, about 15% of parents used their phones and devices almost constantly during conversations and mealtimes or family events. When categorized by family structure, the difference was slight. About 14% of teens in intact families reported that their parents used devices constantly during these activities, and 17% of teens in single-parent families and 12% of teens in step-families reported almost constant usage during these times. It is clear that the device and social media use is having a direct and negative impact, not only on children in the United States, but also on their parents. Quote, the study found that in 70% of families, mothers were responsible for setting the rules around screen time and monitoring their children's media use. In single-family homes or where parents with a step-parent, like a mother, the mother set the rules almost 80% of the time. However, among intact families, 30% of the teens said that their dad is the main person in the house for setting the rules, and 68% said it's their mom. The number of children and adolescents with access to smartphones and social media continues to increase each year, despite repeated research showing that limited screen time, particularly in young children, is beneficial to both psychologically and physically. High screen time activity for adolescents has now been linked to depression, loneliness, lack of sleep, negative body image, and dangerous behaviors that are promoted by algorithms. Frequent use also puts teens at risk for exposure to pornography, sexting, and cyberbullying. The negative effects of screens has also been connected to delays in social and emotional development. Decreased attention spans are also associated with poor sleep, cardiovascular disease, high blood pressure, obesity, poor stress, reg- regulation, impaired, impaired vision, poor posture, and neck pain. The study authors issued a series of recommendations for parents to keep their kids safe with online usage. However, some parents are disconnected from what their children are actually doing online. According to one survey, 75% of parents believe that their child hadn't seen pornography, when in reality, 53% of children had been exposed to pornography. Quote, parents are the gatekeepers for what enters the home to keep their families safe, and they should carefully consider their children's smartphone and social media usage as well as their own. Researchers now recommend parents keep electronic devices out of the kids' bedrooms at night, limit the screen time during the day, delay smartphone access until ages 16 to 18, and keep kids off social media as long as possible, and encourage friendships with families that set similar boundaries for their children, unquote. Well, that's part of the article, and let's talk about it. I mean, it's somewhat horrific, isn't it? Let's face it, 70 hours a week is what the average teenager is spending on their phone. Are you kidding me? That's 10 hours a day. And like I said earlier in this podcast, that is why you no longer see teenagers and kids on playgrounds or in parks. You don't see them on tennis courts or basketball courts. You don't see them in swimming pools or golf courses anymore. You don't see them working jobs anymore outside of the home. You don't. They're not there anymore. As 
Previous podcasts and future podcasts will indicate teenage participation rate in the labor force has decreased dramatically in the last generation. They're not working anymore outside the home. And their participation in sports activities and extracurricular activities like the school plays and the school bands and foreign language programs and all those other things that are offered in school have decreased dramatically over the last generation. And what what do we have left? Well, we have parents that aren't paying attention to their kids for whatever reason. And we have children that are spending 10 hours every day on their cell phones. Basically, that's all they're doing. They're bringing their phones into their bedrooms. They're bringing them into the bathrooms. They're bringing them to school with them. They're bringing them into the classrooms. They are driving their cars. I don't know about your community, but in my community, we've had a series of horrific accidents involving teenage girls who are texting while driving. So yes, they are even texting while driving and They are dying from it, and they are killing other people from it. And it's not just happening in my community, it's happening in yours as well. And keep in mind, that does not even include the amount of television that they're watching, in addition to the 70 hours a week on their cell phones. And it doesn't include computer time. So if they're saying, well, I'm doing my homework, no, sorry, that doesn't include computer time. That's extra as well. So if you want to know what your kids are doing and your neighbor's kids are doing all day long every day... They are sitting there holding a cell phone, and they are watching it. Now, if you, if you remember what that research study just said, the researchers are recommending that people not give cell phones to their children until they're 16 to 18. In other words, until they're old enough and finally mature enough to handle it. Well, let's face it. I, I, my community, I'm sure in yours, I'm seeing kids as young as six and seven walking around with cell phones in their hands. So it's happening at a very young age. And yes, as you can tell from a previous podcast, they're viewing pornography on their cell phones. And yes, they're sexting and texting and Snapchatting and Instagramming and doing all of these other things that are harming themselves. You heard, (coughs) excuse me, you heard from the article that there's been an increase in depression from this and increases in suicides from this. Increase in being socially maladapted because let's face it, they're not having normal interactions with family or friends anymore. They're not having normal interactions with customers or employers anymore or coaches anymore because they're not working anymore and they're not on sports teams anymore. And what are the parents doing about it? I've seen it repeatedly. I'm sure you have as well. The parents are trying to ignore the problem, pretending it's not existing. They just are trying to pretend it's not happening. They are not taking their children's cell phones away and they are not limiting the time. So what's the end result of all of this? Well, it's not good. I mean, basically, you have people that are addicted. You have a generation of young people that are severely addicted to cell phones. Now, let's face it, cell phones were really just created in the last generation. So this generation of children is the first generation to grow up with cell phones, and they're treating it like an addiction. They are absolutely fundamentally addicted to their cell phones, and they're not doing so well with it. They're not handling it very well. And the boys, they're addicted to video games. The girls, they are addicted to their cell phones. And it's not, it's not going well. It is not going well no matter how you measure it. So you can quibble with this research and you can nitpick and you can say it's not a problem in your family, but I disagree. It is a problem in your family. It is a problem in your neighbors. It's a problem with your friends. It's a problem with other people's families. It's a problem in the community. And it is a major problem in American society. So if you're going to try to minimize it, you're walking alone because this is a major problem. Now, I've noticed, and you may have noticed, that our two failed corrupt political parties and our failed corrupt federal government hasn't done anything about it, have they? No regulations, no 
no modifications, no direct guidelines. I don't hear them even talking about it. Their speeches, which are written by other people, professional speech writers, they don't address it. They're too busy stealing our money. But boy, wouldn't it be nice if just for once people in this country started to have conversations about things that affect real people every single day? And this is a real issue that people, especially the politicians, and to some extent the media, are ignoring So parents aren't the only ones trying to ignore this problem. The media is doing a good job of ignoring it, not reporting on it. And the politicians, of course, they're doing a good job of enriching themselves and ignoring all of our problems. So let's take a good look at this. I mean, let's take a look. Let's just think about it for a second. Is your children, are your children, are the children of your neighbors, friends, families, are they doing what these researchers say is happening? Are they on their phone 10 hours a day? And it's not just the children, it's the adults too. Take a look around you. What is this doing to us? Has this really improved the quality of our existence? Is this really the direction we want to head in? Is this making things better? Is it making you healthier, richer, faster, stronger, smarter? No, I don't think so. It's ironic that at a time when America has more access to information than any time in history, it seems like people aren't accessing the information. They are going out of their way to ignore it. Well, I suggest that we don't do that anymore. I suggest that we engage in productive and fruitful conversations on important subjects like this. Our teenagers are on the phone 70 hours per week. Let's do something about this. I am Charles Factor, your worldwide podcasting host, broadcasting live from the Foggy Mountain Studios and the great misty beyond. Have a great day.